What's happening, hardscapers? This is episode 30 of the How to Hardscape podcast, where we talk to you about how you can start and grow your hardscaping business. And on today's episode, we are talking about one last thing in terms of your website and marketing. This is the final episode, episode five of the Marketing Week, where every day we released one episode a week about marketing. And we've had a great week here during this on the podcast make sure you listen to all five of them lots of great value coming at you and we're going to end it with this short one today about remarketing with your website so without further ado let's get right into it so when it comes to marketing your website to potential customers there's two really big players in this game and and that's that's in my eyes at least there are many other places that you can spend your money to get in front of potential customers that you may see more valuable or you may see uh, others have had more success in it but in my eyes there's two players and that would be Google and Facebook. And there's two separate reasons for those two. And there's two different ways that you can spend your money to get in front of customers. Now there is, however, a way in Google and in Facebook to get in front of your potential customer for free, but that takes time. It doesn't take money. And we talked about the last one on the last episode, SEO, search engine optimization, to be able to invest the time up front into your website in order to get on, to, on top of search engine results so that for free, people are searching a term and clicking on your website and coming to it. Now with Google AdWords, you can get on the very top of Google search engine results, but you are paying for it and everybody knows when they type in Google that those first one to three are actually ads. So they're not quite as valuable as the ones that are showing up underneath them because generally those using search engines already know that those first few are going to be ads and they may just scroll past them whereas some people will see them and see that you know the keyword that they searched in there is in the title and that's perfect for them so they'll click right on it Google AdWords is the is a pretty valuable tool if you cannot wait for your search engine optimization to kick in. Again, that takes a long time, at least six months for any changes on your website to be recognized and to be placed on the top of those search engine results. If that, that search engine like Google sees that you are a good fit on that first page. If you can't wait for that and you want to spend some money to get on top of those results, then Google AdWords is your best bet. Now, the other choice is Facebook and everybody should have a Facebook business page and everybody should be investing time into that Facebook business page to be able to attract customers and to be able to attract reviews and, and getting your existing customers or uh, old customers on that to like that page, to share what you have uh, posted, you know, for you to provide valuable, valuable information to those customers in order to attract more people to that business page. Now it gets a little bit more tricky when it comes to Facebook, but Facebook has an awesome ad platform tool as well. And there's a little bit of a difference between Facebook's ad platform and Google's ad platform when it comes to purchasing space to get in front of your customers. We're going to start with Facebook. Facebook has an extremely powerful ad platform 
you're able to target a specific audience, a demographic, and to get in front of them. Now, when it comes to choosing that specific demographic, you need to decide their age range. Uh, what is your typical customer that's coming into your business that's contacting you? What age range are they in? And you're going to set that. Obviously, it's not going to be 18 and below. Your age range is going to be, you know, uh, somewhere where you see the most amount of people coming to your website or coming to your business and contacting you. What is that age range? And you're going to set that when you create a Facebook ad. Uh, a very big thing is making sure that you're setting the city that you are servicing. You can even set it as a postal code. You can get very targeted with, with Facebook ads. It's, it's pretty incredible. You can even get into interests. What, what, what do you think your, your audience that you're targeting is interested in? And we're going to bring on a, an ads expert to get all into this different stuff that you can target to get in front of your audience. But for now, I'm going to say this, if you're spending money on Facebook ads, it's cheaper than Google ads, but you are spending money to disrupt or disturb somebody in their Facebook feed. So just because your ad is showing up in their feed doesn't mean that they want to see it. It doesn't mean that, uh, you know, they are interested in having some landscaping done. So it's more of a disruptive ad platform in that sense. There is a way around that that we're going to talk about later on, and that comes with remarketing. But right now we're just talking about online marketing using these platforms. That's Facebook. And then it comes into creating that Facebook ad. What What is it going to look like and what, uh, what images are going to be placed in there? And you should be testing. You should have multiple ads going at once and seeing which one's performing better than the others, depending on the copy, the words that you're putting into it, the images that you're putting into it, switching those out. A lot of great tools and tactics that you can use in terms of that, that we'll be covering in the future in the podcast. But for now, let's move on to Google AdWords, which you can do very similar things in terms of targeting. The difference between Google AdWords and Facebook is that Google AdWords is typically going to be more expensive depending on the competition for that keyword. But you are targeting a specific audience that is looking for that ex that specific keyword. So you are not being dis disruptive not per se, but you're actually showing up for a very relevant term, something that the customer, the potential customer is searching for, and you're hoping to get in front of that customer. So it's a bit less dis disruptive and it's a little bit more valuable for you, but it's going to cost you a bit more money. Now, this is it's very specific to SEO, as we talked about in the last episode. SEO does the same thing, except it's free. It just takes more of your time or an upfront investment into you to be able to get on those, those that top page of Google. But in the Google AdWords case, you are just spending that money every time you want to get to the top page uh, in that top result. You're just spending that money upfront to be able to get in front of those customers. Now, the main reason I wanted to have this podcast episode is to talk about this next thing, and that is remarketing. That is actually getting in front of somebody that has already shown interest in your website, in your business. So 
typically online marketing, when you're creating an ad and you're sending it out there, again, Facebook ads, you're being disruptive. You're just interrupting their newsfeed. And in Google ads, you're, you're getting to the top of search engine results, but people know it's an ad. The, on the other hand, they are searching for something that you are advertising. So it's a buyer's intent is there. They're showing interest in what you have. But remarketing takes people that have already shown interest in your website or in your business and shows the ad to those people. And that's an extremely powerful tool because if you go back to the previous example, the audience that's showing interest in your ad or being shown your ad in the first place, they are a cold audience. They've never heard of you, maybe never heard of your business, never known about your services. Whereas the remarketing case, people have already shown interest in your business. They are a warm audience. They just need that extra little push to contact you. And there's the very powerful thing that you can do with these ads that you can now service to these customers to get them to contact you to become that lead. Now, your ads for these two different strategies should look completely different. In one case, when you're getting to them cold, you're trying to spark interest in them to click on your ad, to come to your website. Whereas in the other case, you want that contact to happen. And in Facebook, that is a, an extremely valuable way to be able to do it. And they have something called the Facebook Pixel. And everybody should have this on their website right now. After you listen to this podcast episode or during it, press pause. Make sure that you have your Facebook Pixel installed on your website. It's a little snippet of code that just gets added into your WordPress website or whatever website. If you need to contact whoever manages your website, make sure that that Facebook pixel is in your website. And the sooner, the better. Because what that Facebook pixel does, it, it is it, everybody that comes onto your website, it adds a cookie onto that browser. And if you've ever clicked on a website and thought about purchasing something, decided not to hit X and went in your Facebook feed and then all of a sudden started seeing ads for that company, that's what they were doing. They have a Facebook pixel. They saw that you came to your website and they saw that you showed some interest. So now when you exit out of that website, you're going to start seeing those ads show up in your Facebook feed. And that's to get you to click on it and to finish your purchase or to contact them or whatever it may be. You can do the exact same thing. And it's extremely valuable to be able to on Facebook, if you have a Facebook business page, to include a an ad to a customer that has already shown interest in your business by by coming to your website. They now have that Facebook cookie placed on their browser and they're going to go into their Facebook feed and they're going to see your ad and your ad is going to say, uh, contact me in messenger, send me a message because then it's very easy. There's no friction to that at all. They don't have to click on your website, go to your contact page and then type in their response. They can easily with a click of a button while staying on Facebook, click the button and contact you directly or they can see your phone number and call you up right away. The idea is to be place as little friction to your customer as possible to get them to contact you. 
the less amount of friction that you put on that business, that purchase decision, the better, the more likely it is that they are going to contact you. And now you have a lead into your business. And that's the best way to do Facebook remarketing. Now, it doesn't mean you could definitely still send that customer to your website, but it's a little bit more friction in that process rather than just sending you a message and they get to stay on Facebook while they're sending you that message. And with your creative for that, the photo, the the copy, the words that's going into that ad should look completely different to the ad that you're sending to that cold audience. You're trying to get them to contact you. Maybe you can say, hey, we saw that you you were interested in some landscaping quickly. Send us a message right now. We'll get back to you and talk to you for more about it or whatever you want to say to get them to click on that rather than to spark interest, to get them to come to your website with that cold audience ad that would be serviced to that to a, a similar customer. So again, your creative, your photo, your copy, your words, everything in those ads for that remarketing should be completely different from the cold audience to the warm audience. That's just what I'm going to say about Facebook ads. There's so much that we can talk about Facebook ads and we can get into that in a future episode. But I want you to take away from this that you should be adding that Facebook pixel to your website and you should be making sure that that's in there today. If you have any questions about that, feel free to contact us. We'd love to help you. The next thing I would say is that you also do the same thing for your Google account, your Google AdWords, the ads that you serve on your Google account. Google ads also has a similar tool. It's a tag that you put in there on your website to do the exact same thing so that you are remarketing to somebody that has gone onto your website using Google ads, a very powerful, powerful tool works very similar. That's another thing that should be added to your website. And again, we're going to talk about Google AdWords in the future. We're going to get somebody on to talk about that more in depth, but these are two takeaways that I want you to have from this last episode in this marketing series. And when it comes to your website, we talked about a couple more tools that you should have already on your website. And that was Google Analytics, an extremely powerful analytics tool that you can install easily by, by pasting a, a snippet of code on your website. And Google Search Console, that's an amazing tool for SEO to be able to identify what keywords you are ranking for with your SEO and to understand what you need to do to get on those top that top page of Google. And these are just a couple of way a couple of things just to introduce you to these concepts and how you can market to your customers to get more leads into your business to you know spend money wisely with marketing because you can spend money foolishly and flush it all down the toilet. That's very easy to do, but if you spend money very wisely with your marketing, you're going to see an incredible return on investment. And that's what we want to help you do. And that's the end of this episode on remarketing. And that's the end of our marketing week on the podcast. We hope you got a lot of amazing valuable throughout this week. We had a lot of great guests on 
everybody from, you know, talking about getting that ideal client into your business and the customer journey and dialing in your online presence and your online marketing to the SEO strategies that we talked about. And then now these remarketing strategies and things I want you to include on your website. We've talked about a lot and we're just opening the doors for future avenues to continue with this marketing. But I wanted you to have this before the season started so that you can invest the time for those that have winters that have a little bit of time right now if they're not plowing to invest the time into learning these things to implement them before the season starts. And as we continue throughout the season, we're going to have experts on the show talking further in depth about Google ads, about Facebook ads, about Google analytics and Google search console to, to show you how you can improve your marketing tactics in your business. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. This week was just a taste of what we're going to be getting into with marketing in the future on this podcast. Lots of great episodes that we've already done and lots of new avenues that we're going to take you on when it comes to marketing and marketing your business. Let us know what marketing episode really intrigued you and something that you'd want to learn more about on the future of this podcast. Let us know by contacting us on our Instagram page at How to Hardscape or sharing this episode and letting us know in that. We would love it if you would subscribe to our podcast, left us a rating and review. Again, this really helps us with the podcast. And thank you to everyone sharing the podcast wherever you may be sharing it. And those who have already left ratings and re reviews, we thank you so much. And we look forward to meeting with you next week on the How to Hardscape podcast.